Greetings, Word Horde. We're here with an exciting option for you, a version of our podcast without any ads. That's right. No advertising interruptions, just the content you love, ready to go in your favorite podcast apps like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's another way to support the show, ensuring that we keep bringing you the word stories and language explorations that you love. Try it at waywardradio.org slash adfree. And it's affordable. For just a small subscription fee, you can enjoy Away With Words uninterrupted, except by us. Plus, it makes a great gift. Know somebody who loves language as much as you do? Give them the gift of words. Easy to sign up, easy to enjoy. It's the same Away With Words, just streamlined for your listening pleasure. Go to waywardradio.org slash adfree. Support us, support the show, and enjoy an ad-free listening experience. waywardradio.org slash adfree. Thank you. Support for Away With Words comes from Mosey Online Backup. Mosey protects your valuable computer files against data loss from hard drive crashes, viruses, theft, and other disasters. Find out more at mozy.com. Welcome to another minicast from Away With Words. I'm Martha Barnett. This week, we received an email from Randy in San Diego. Randy writes, I recently got myself three hens for the backyard as a hobby I thought my kids would enjoy. During the months we've had these chickens around, I've had an opportunity to closely observe their behavior. This has me wondering about all the expressions and words we have in the U.S. related to chickens. Randy, great topic. For starters, how about this? Back in the days when most folks raised their own chickens, everybody knew that putting a fake egg in a chicken's nest would encourage her to lay more eggs. This fake egg was made of wood or ceramic, and it was called a nest egg. Over time, nest egg acquired the figurative meaning of a reserve of cash set aside. Like those fake eggs that help get a chicken in the mood, your own nest egg of cash is supposed to help you acquire more. Of course, notice I said supposed to. And by the way, that reminds me of some chicken-based financial advice I once got from a fellow in eastern Kentucky. He said, chicken for lunch, feathers for supper. In other words, be thrifty now, so you'll have some reserves for later. Want another example of hens nesting in the English language? In the 1920s, a Norwegian zoologist studying chicken behavior observed how these birds create strict social hierarchies. A bird's status within it determines things like whether she can eat before everybody else or has to wait her turn. The zoologist published his observations in a scholarly article. Writing in German, he noted that hens create and enforce that hierarchy by pecking at each other. Searching for a word to describe this, he combined the German word hocken, which means to peck, and ordnung, which means order. Soon after, Hockordnung was translated into English as pecking order. Of course, these days, pecking order also applies to human hierarchies. Gosh, you know, I could go on and on about chickens in the English language. So I tell you what, I'll be back next week with another podcast about poultry and prose. Oh, I did say that, didn't I? Well, feel free to throw rotten eggs or written words our way. The address is words at waywardradio.org. We welcome any other observations about language that have ruffled your feathers. And if there's a linguistic topic you just can't wait to talk about, hop on over to our discussion forum. That's at waywardradio.org discussion. 
For Away With Words, I'm Martha Barnett. You can support this program by making a donation at waywardradio.org slash donate. Thank you.